What's going on, guys? It's your man, Ed Hayes, the Wholesale Coach here, back for another episode of the Wholesale Mastermind Podcast, y'all. And in this one, I've got my man's Jair out in Florida, guys. He's out here yes, exposing virtual deals, knocking stuff out, man. He just recently got his first deal virtually out in Texas. So I wanted to have him come on to the podcast, talk about his journey, talk about what's been going out here in the wholesaling game. So yeah, bro, how is it going, bro? Glad to have you on, my brother. Man, appreciate it. I'm glad I'm here as well. Thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Um. But it's been going pretty good, man. It's been going good. You know, I got my first deal and uh, I'm just right now I'm just working on getting my second and just streamlining the process and, and just keep doing it again and again. Hey, nah, hey, I like the sounds <coughs> of it, bro. You know, we out here. We working. I see you, bro. For real, man. I'm super proud of you, though, bro. For real, man. You've been you've been like super grinding out here. You've made a lot of sacrifices and put a lot of stuff on the line. So I'm really, really glad to have you on, bro. For real. So thank you. So, so, so for, for people who may not know who you are, you know, just go ahead and just give them a little bit of background, a little bit of intro, like who are you? Let them know. Okay. Uh, my name is Jair Huff. I'm from St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, I got into the real estate game in May, I believe. Uh, I was in my dorm. It was spring break this year. Uh, coronavirus thing happened and then they sent everybody home. Um, then I was looking for stuff to do. At the time, I was playing football, but uh, I got hurt that season, and that was going to be my last season, so it actually ended up getting cut short. So I came home, actually found out about wholesaling on TikTok, I believe, and uh, I dove in on YouTube, and I just started learning. Came across your channel, I reached out to you, and that's where it really, like, kind of made a big difference, and, you know, it just started. Eventually, I got to where I wanted to be, right? Um, yeah, so I've been, I've been doing the wholesale and real estate thing for about five months now, okay, uh, okay. it's been going pretty good. Hey, nah, okay, okay. 20 years so old as well, just turned 20, last say, month. Just turned 20, you say, you say, still got the baby face on, you say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, all this right here is new. <laughs> the right way indeed, bro, for real, for real. So you say that, so essentially you were you were in college you end up finding out about wholesale i'm curious like was it kong that you end up finding out like how did you end up finding out about uh wholesale like who was it do you remember who it was on tiktok i believe it was kong he yeah yeah because he was he used to be trending on tiktok i was talking about some money some stuff like that right bro like kong's tiktok is ridiculous bro he got like 1.4 million people following him on tiktok i'm like yo like Kong literally like became a celebrity on TikTok. That's what's up, man. For real. Yeah, he did. So shout out to him as well. Cause right. You know, the right way indeed, man. So, but yeah, you say that. So you were at college, you know, you out here, you playing football, you end up getting injured and then you find out about wholesaling on TikTok and then you start diving into the YouTube channel, learning and start grinding out here. Mm-hmm. Hey, nah, all right, all right, man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. For real, for real. I know it's been a journey, bro. I know it's been a, a huge <laughs> journey for you. I know that that you've went a long way, man. So so let's right. just kind of dive into like the deal that you just recently got, right? So I know that you, you just recently closed the deal. Why don't you just walk the audience kind of through that deal? Like, like tell them a little bit more details about what happened. Okay, so I got this deal actually off of Zillow. So this was a Zillow lead I got. Um, it's just crazy. It's crazy how, how how everything just kind of falls into place. I called these people like I, when I first originally called them, um, you know, they were busy and I just kind of told them like, I'll follow up with them or whatever. Um, and they had already been getting offers and stuff, but for some reason, I'm not sure didn't work out with whoever else. Uh, they ended up calling me back like a week later. I had almost forgot about it. And, uh, they said, you know, they they want to sell, and you know, I took them through the process. I got under contract, and then from that point on, uh, got it sold. But it, it it did take a long time to get it sold. It, <laughs> I learned a lot throughout that first deal. 
Man, it was it was a journey for you, bro. But you really yeah. kind of went balls to the walls on this deal, bro. For real. I know you yeah. you humble and whatnot, but you you had to make a lot of sacrifices to actually end up getting this deal eventually through the pipeline. So yes. but 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 I know that, you know, I think that it's important to kind of mention that all of the money is in the follow-up, right? And you said that these people actually reach back out to you, right? You said right, yeah. Yeah, man, that's next level right there, for real. So, so you were putting out some marketing, they reach back out to you, you end up getting it under contract. So, yes. but like, correct me if I'm wrong, though, isn't this the, the the opportunity that you end up having to, well, not having to, but choosing to end up quitting your job on to actually get this deal closed? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, right? You said that you weren't playing no games with him out here. You yeah, said, so, <laughs> right. Yeah, break so, that down um, for him. I don't know. I was working at the time and um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really like my job. I didn't like my job. Uh, I, I got an entrepreneur mindset. You know, I read, read Rich Dad Poor Dad. So, you know, you read that and then you start looking at the job like, mm. um, so I, I really just kind of, I was like, you know, if I'm going to do this, I just want to put everything into it. Uh, I kind of have, I'm able to because, you know, I'm still staying with my parents. So it's not like I'm out living on my own. So it's like, you know, if I'm going to do it and I, and I have the money set aside to do it, then why not take that risk? Like mm -hmm. I can, I'm going to gain more than like I could lose. Like risk to reward ratio is more reward than it was for risk. So right, right. You know, I was like, you know what? I want to dive in and just learn the whole business. Cause when I was working, I was working like 12 hour shifts. So mm -hmm. I didn't have a lot of time to learn wow. and like implement it and, you know, go out there and, do what I needed to do or at least wanted to do. So yeah, I got it under contract August 12th. I quit August 28th and I don't ever plan on coming back. Hey so. man, I hear you though, bro. I don't blame you. You know, when you got that entrepreneurial mindset, like a lot of us do, you know, it's kind of hard to just work a job when we know that we can be doing so much more. For right, real, man. So but I know that that like, man, like, like, I remember like we ended up getting on the conversation. You're like, yeah, you know, by the way, I ended up quitting my job recently. I'm like, oh, damn. Like you said, you're not yeah. playing out here, bro. Damn. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I know that like we used to talk about the job and whatnot. You're like, man, you know, I can't wait to get out of here and stuff like that, man. And, you know, like you end up getting that deal under contract. And he was like, look, I got to get up out of here, B. I got to go, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, you know. That took a lot of balls, bro. Like for real, man. Like a lot of people aren't gonna be willing to to make that type of move in their life. But you know, I think for you personally, like that was kind of like one of those shifts that happens. You know, it was just like, well, shit, I gotta do this now. I don't got no other choice. I literally burned all the bridges on purpose to make sure that this is my only option. For real, right. Yeah, man, that was that was next level right there, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. So I'm super proud of you, though, bro, for for actually getting the deal through the pipeline, not just kind of slacking off on it, but actually taking it all the way through to completion, for real. Thank you, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So 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 let's talk numbers, bro. Let's kind of break it down. Like, so what did you end up getting the property under contract for? What was it worth? What was the repairs looking like? Um, so I'm pretty sure I got it under contract for thirty five thousand. Um, and then we assigned it for 45. I actually JV with somebody out in that area because, you know, I was virtual. And that's one thing I struggled with at the time was like the disposition side and getting it sold. And it wasn't in a big market either. So it wasn't in like, no, yeah, it was in a smaller market. So, you know, we got assigned for a 10K fee, assignment fee, and, um, shoot, the rest is history. But yeah, it wasn't, it, the property was in, pretty bad shape it did need to be fixed up um i can't remember everything that was wrong with it but right yeah it, it definitely has some repairs right. and this so this was a hmm? my bad continue no no i was just saying so it needed some work right and this was a long from from the time i got the contract to the time of closing it took a long time because we had so many like things that set us back like for instance um it was actually a rent to own situation I didn't re I didn't know that. So the the seller, they were in a rent to own situation, oh, and I had no idea. Um, yeah, I hear him in the background. <laughs> um, so you know, I, I sent the paperwork to title, 
And, you know, they came back to me and they were like, uh, well, this isn't the original owner. So then I had to get a purchase, sell, purchase and sell agreement drawn up between the original owner and then the seller and then between the seller and me. And it was just, it was a lot. It was, it was a lot for like a first deal. And, you know, the title company was like basically coming to me to, you know, kind of do their job. But, not, uh, but I mean, it was my first deal. So you know, I wasn't really complaining, but kind of maintain that marketing and also, you know, get that property sold by myself was a lot. Yeah, dogs right? crack, right? <laughs> yeah, these dogs is going nuts right here. Let me close this window. But yeah, man. So, so it sounds like you know, this these people kind of took you through the ringer on this particular property. It was like like you had to go through a lot. The title cap, yeah. the the title company had you out here putting in work, like getting you, pushed back. Right, right. You got pushed you back at least three times. Right, right. You remember after the um after the uh, situation with the uh, the the rent to own whatever, then we had a boundary line agreement that needed to be signed because the other property encroached into that one or something like that. So they were saying, you know, once they did the survey, uh, you know, that's what they did. And then the the neighbor, he was taking forever to sign because he wanted it to go show it to his attorney and stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, that took about another two weeks and. You know, so yeah, but we got it. We got it closed, and that wire, that wire was sitting in my bank account. It's pretty crazy. Hey, nah, right? So it's like <laughs> you get that proof of concept, man. And, right. But but I'm glad that 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 you have that kind of experience, though, to a certain degree. You know, because it kind of shows you what can happen on these deals and like what type of things you may have to go through to actually be able to get a deal closed. Right. So it's like when you do get those future deals that are super easy, you're going to really, really appreciate those for real, man. Right. It makes a difference. Seriously. Yeah. So, but man, I'm glad though, man, I'm glad that you was able to, to get it through the table. Like you say, like you have to deal with all types of situations. They had to get boundary line agreements yeah. and you coordinating everything. It seemed like the, the date, the actual closing date kept getting pushed back. So it's mm-hmm. like, like it really, really requires you to kind of hang in there, be strong, and actually get it through the closing table. But that, but yeah. that wire though, that wire though, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we were set to close um, September twelfth. We didn't close. We closed October fifth, so three days before my birthday. It's pretty crazy uh, though. It's pretty crazy. It's a nice uh, little birthday present. Hey, nah, the right way indeed, man. The right way indeed, bro. So. But man, I'm proud of you again, man, for real. I know that that was, you know, that's a lot, that's a lot of work, you know, on some of these deals, you got to put in a lot of work. And I, I want people that's listening to this to kind of realize that, that, you know, especially if it's your first deal and you've never kind of done some of these things before, it's going to take a little bit of time, like be patient with yourself, know that things are going to happen and that you may have to be the quarterback in this deal. You may have to be right. the one that's kind of, you know, making things happen to make sure that the deal actually gets closed. So don't be like, you know, aggravated or da 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 or even if you are aggravated, make sure you get your work done so you can actually cash out out here. So I'm glad that you had one of those types of experiences because those realistically, like those happen all the time. It's always right. something. You know, it's always something. The owner is in jail or it's like weird situations that can happen and you have to kind of go that extra mile. You got to be a problem solver. That's that's really one of the main things. You got to be able to right. solve problems. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Being resourceful, like really, really being able to solve problems, like figure stuff out. Like no one's going to be necessarily holding your hand through everything. And to be honest with you, bro, like that's what I have to commend you for. Because that's something that it seemed like it was real easy for you to kind of just take the lead on a lot of this stuff. You was just like, yeah, like, like you would reach out to me like, yeah, bro, what do I need to do? Da, 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 da. But then like you would do it instantaneously. Like you knocked out everything. I was like, yeah, just call over to the title company. Da, 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 da. He was like, all right, boom, you did it. He was like, yeah, I did that. It worked out. Da, 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 da. You just knocking stuff out, yeah. just trusting the process and going along with it for real. So I got to commend you for that. For real. Thank you. Yeah, man. You know, a lot of people aren't willing to kind of take those first steps in faith, but that's really what it takes for real. You may not know. Yeah, I, I just feel like I have a lot of, I have a lot of confidence in myself and I believe in myself a lot. Obviously, you know, if I quit my job to do this, like something that I just got into, like, you know, right. 
You got to, that's, that's the main thing is just believing in yourself and just confidence. Even when people around you may not necessarily see what you see, you still got to maintain that vision. Hey, nah, man, man, eloquently stated, my brother, eloquently stated. (laughs) For real though, man. So, so, so let's talk about like what's going on right now. Right. So, so now you've, you've closed that first deal a little bit ago and whatnot. So, so now I know that, that you've got like a multiple up or op, other opportunities in the pipeline mm-hmm. and whatnot. Kind of talk about like what's going on right now or what has been going on since you closed that first one. So lately, um, once I closed that deal, I kind of took a step back just to like reanalyze everything and, you know, just so I can kind of come in again and like just be more focused. Mm-hmm. Um I took the REI-SIF 14-day challenge with Tyler Austin, which has been pretty crazy. It's really, like, opened my eyes up to, like, a lot of stuff about the business that I never even thought of. Mm-hmm. Um, and it changed kind of the way how I do my marketing. Before, I was just kind of text blasting a lot of people just kind of running through money. Now I'm more so, um, you know, focusing on more so the niche stuff, stacking stuff, mm-hmm. getting stuff from the county, not just from PropStream, like, you know, getting stuff and uh just trying to be a problem solver and and help as many people as possible um this week i did i cold called the whole week um i got about eight nine leads um couple code i think about three or four are ready to sell like right now so i just got to keep following up with them let's go i got two contracts this week and those were land deals but yeah, that's how my week's been so far. And um, I'm just calling all day. I'm not texting anymore. I'm calling now and yeah. uh, managing my data a lot better. So, you know, the people who I'm not getting contacts from, or, you know, once I call them a certain amount of times, um, I'm making sure that I'm getting a new phone number and I'm getting in contact with the owner and I need to get a yes or a no from them. Right. Okay. Hey, I'm loving it, bro. I'm loving it. You say, look, I've been calling all week. I got eight to nine leads out here. Like, let's go, bro. That's what I'm talking about, man. For real. Like, that's what's up, man. So let's talk a little bit more, though, about that, that REI SIF challenge that you're in right now. You know, Um, I know that, like, you've talked a lot about it, just like, just for you guys who are listening or whatever, this is my man's right here who put me on to REI reply, guys. So (laughs) look, look, so thank him that, that, that these videos are out there that I got the reviews like this, my man's right here. He out here working for real. And he's always looking into new systems, new processes and things of that nature. So I want you to just talk a little bit more about that, that REI SIFT um, uh, campaign and whatnot. Like, what do they have you doing? Man, I just got to say, Tyler is like a creative genius. That man is so smart. Like it, it's this, the REI SIFT right. is crazy. Um. It really broke down the business in a way like I've never really seen it. Kind of like on the the data management side, and like it's uh like what are you doing with your prospects, and you know how are you managing it, how are you recycling your data, um, stuff like that. It and also like you know tracking uh, KPIs and stuff like that. That's not something I really did before, but mm-hmm. you know, that's something in, incorporated in the challenge that I just started doing. That's really important. Um, anybody watching this, I definitely recommend you take the challenge. It's only 99 bucks. It's probably worth like 10,000 if more, like top analogy to give Yeah. Um, but with that challenge, you know, I've kind of, one thing I've learned about is what he calls vexations. Um, vexations are like, I forgot the definition he gave for, but it's like, uh, evictions, you know, 24 hour arrest record, probate. Um, different forms of distress yeah right different forms of distress that um you know happen like on the daily like you know people pass away every day people get evicted every day um and then like stacking those leads against you know high equity and just stacking them all and, and just being super focused on your prospect and so i'm not really wasting a lot of money just you know dialing through a high equity list you know i'm wow, these are people wow. that i know have problems right so wow. that's kind of how I've been doing I'm wrong now. though like don't they have like a software that does this list stacking software i mean this list stacking for you right so the part of rei sift is yeah it it does stack it for you and nice. you know it stacks it for you and also every property you bring in i believe it it um 
goes against the the U.S. mail or whatever, and it checks and see if it's vacant, basically. So you know, if the property is vacant, it'll check for you and let you know. And um, you know, you can make different campaigns out of it and all this other stuff. It's it's a lot. Anybody, yeah. I'm telling you, anybody, anybody watching needs to go go take the challenge. Yeah, and you said it's just ninety nine bucks to get started. Is that like on a monthly or is that like uh just like one time? Yeah, so ninety nine bucks is for the challenge. It's only fifty bucks, um, a month for fifty thousand records, which is really Damn. good. Okay. I mean, unless you're like you know got a big team and you know you're doing like scaling or whatever, you're probably not gonna have more than fifty thousand records, right? Because that that actually is a lot. Yeah, it is. So so you would recommend REI Sift. You saying that the people listening, they need to go check it out, maybe take the challenge themselves and get organized out here, start stacking that data and start getting some good results out here. That's what you say. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's okay. I, that's part of the reason I got um, nine leads this week. Definitely. The right way. The right I, way to be honest, I've, I don't think I've had nine leads in a week. And I actually got... Um, I had a low conversion rate from my calls. I got a lot of wrong, uh, a lot of um, like uh, wrong numbers and stuff like that. So, you know, mm-hmm. once I start getting more accurate skip tracing and, you know, making sure I'm talking to the owners, I know it'll be a lot more. Right, right, right. So I'm curious then, like you said that you were calling all week, like what's your volume looking like? Like, like what's your typical value? So you got those eight to nine leads, like how many leads did you have to call to actually get that? Right. So um, I'm using REI reply on a single dialer. And I'm probably making like 200 to 260 calls a day. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I'm calling from like 10 to like six, 10 to seven. Nice, nice, nice. So you getting at least a thousand plus calls in per week. Yeah, that's my goal is a thousand, a thousand per week. Um, the campaign I'm running right now is uh, it's just a tax delinquent list. And um, it's only, it's, it's about a thousand in there. So this first week, I just dialed through the whole list and, um, you know, I kind of got it set up in our apply, you know, if they answer, then, you know, they go in whatever opportunity. Uh, if mm-hmm. I didn't get any answer, then they just go to the next campaign. And I just got it set up on a follow up. So I'll call them back. Okay. Okay. So you say you organized out there or yeah. I reply. And then like, so I'm assuming that those thousand leads that you got, that you got those stacked with REI SIFT as well. No, actually, I didn't stack those ones. I didn't stack the ones. Not yet, no. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, my next, my next campaign, uh, is going to be a stacked. I think it's a tax. I'm gonna do a tax delinquent, and um, I'm getting some more data from PropStream because I didn't add in data. I already used all my data up from PropStream, so I'm gonna add those. <laughs> grinding out here. Yeah, That's what that so, means. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna add some more data from PropStream and um, stack that and see what I get. But okay. I've been focusing heavy on county data county but that's that's really hard to it's not necessarily hard to get but it, it's harder to get it in the right format to be able to get a skip trace because you know they have it in weird files and all this stuff so you know mm-hmm. i remember that we talked is. about that you know that that free county data a lot of times is one of the best options out there because that's it's that, free that's hands down you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's free. And then it's updated constantly. So right. it's like, if you can like, but most people don't value free, but I stay bringing people on to this podcast. It's like, yo, everything I do is free. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, right. listen up guys. You hear my man's is out here saying that he's getting free county data. So make sure thing- you're here trying to get it. It may right. take an extra step or two, but you yeah. need to try for real. Yeah, I definitely think county data is better than uh, PropStream. PropStream is great. It's just, um, you know, that data is probably not as updated as much, probably not as fresh. Um, the thing with PropStream, though, it is more convenient. You know, it's going to come out in the right format. Mm-hmm. You can just, you know, export it and then get it skip trace instantly. You don't have, you don't have right. to worry about putting it together and making sure it's all right. right. Everything's right there for you. But that's what makes that county data even more valuable because most people aren't going to be willing to do that extra step or two to have right. ready to skip trace data or whatever. For right, real. right. Yeah. So that's kind of how you can get a leg up above the competition because most people, they want that ease of access. They want that easy button. They want to just be able to log in the prop stream and, you know, pull their 10K leads for the month and make it happen. And trust and believe you probably will get deals with just that, Right. 
But if you can get even more consolidated, fresh data from the county, which may be updating that data daily, different areas will vary and stuff like that. But many counties, they update that data daily. And sometimes you could just log into a portal online and get all of the data fresh, updated daily every day for free in like exactly the format that you need to skip trade. It depends on your area, but a lot of you guys should probably get out there and start searching for some of this free county data. Seriously. Yeah, definitely. I definitely recommend that. Yeah. Yeah. So bro. Okay. Okay. So man, you say, you say you rocking and rolling out here. You say you're not playing no games. You say, look, I got eight, nine leads in the pipeline. I got two land contracts under, under contract right now. So why don't you go into a little bit more about that land? Like how did you come across that and what's the situation with that land? Um, that was, and that came through my tax delinquent list. Uh, I guess it wasn't, I got a lot of wrong addresses, wrong numbers. So um, that wasn't even the original address, you know, but once they kind of told me, you know, that was the wrong address, I just asked them if they had anything else they were interested in selling. And, right. you know, they, they told me they had some land. So you know, I've never dealt with land before. I really don't even know how to value it. Um, from what I've heard, though, is that, you know, contractors and developers, they like to purchase land at 10% of ARV. So I just knew if I got it locked up below that, then, you know, I would have a deal. Right. right. So, um, you know, I got it locked up for pretty cheap. I got one uh, for $2,000. Um, and then I got another one for like 5499 And how much and, land are we talking about here, like when it comes to these lots? Um, one is like 7,000 square foot. Um, I would have to check. It's residential vacant. It's in a nice little neighborhood. Uh, just mm-hmm. a regular size lot. Right, uh, right, then, right. then the next one is like half an acre, uh, 2,700 square foot. But this is kind of farther out, almost in the um, in the country a little bit. Not in the country, but it's not necessarily really in the city. So right, it's, right. it'll probably be better for somebody that's like looking to maybe put, um, you know, horses or something like that. Mm, okay. That's what, okay. When I talked to the when I talked to the uh, agents about the uh, the land, they were saying that. You know, they have clients that are looking to buy land for, you know, their cattle or whatever. So we'll see. Okay. Okay. So so let's talk about that agent situation a little bit more, because I know that you told me that on these particular uh, plots of land that you were considering or actually actively are working with some agents on this deal. Let's talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, so. I actually know an agent out there personally that, uh, you know, she does a lot of deals. So uh, she's just going to be listing it for me. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. she'll take her assignment off the top or her fee. Um, and then I reached out to some other agents as well. I just scraped it off of Zillow. Uh, you know, you can just scrape off like the first four or five pages, their name and number is right there. Um, I just kind of send them out a text blast saying like, hey, um, you know, first name, my name is Jared Huff. Uh, I'm an investor. I have this land I'm looking to sell. Do you have any buyers interested? Boom. Boom. And there you go. If I get a reply back, then I get a reply back. So I got about, I think it was like 35, 35 replies. Not everybody was interested. Damn. 35 yeah. replies back. Damn. You yeah. said you was on it. How many people did you reach out to? God damn. I reached out to a lot more than 35. You know, I reached out to 400. <laughs> so I got to see. Damn. If, uh, yeah. I got to see okay. if people call back. Um, probably follow up with some more people later throughout the week, okay. uh, whoever didn't text back. So, Hey, I like that work ethic, bro. You say you out here rocking and rolling. It's not like, look, yeah, I reached out to 400 people like that. Yeah. You say, <laughs> yeah. Cause, um, I had a, I had a deal before. Remember that deal in Midland, uh, couldn't mm-hmm. get it sold. And that's a, that's a terrible feeling. So I'm like, with these, yep. from like, I was like, now on, like, I, I'm getting these things sold. Like, I need to be doing everything I can. Right. Um, right. Right. So, you know, I'm making sure that these two, two are getting sold. Okay. Now, and I know that this is your first time, correct me if I'm wrong, at least, but I'm pretty sure that this is your first time actually, like, um, officially doing something with an agent as well. You got her, like, you know what, personally, she's mm-hmm. listing the properties for you, putting it on the MLS, and you're actively reaching out to buyers in the area trying to see if they want it. Right. That's what's up, man. You say you out there grinding, man. So, yeah, I'm sure that these going to be 
out the door in no time, if that's the case. Like if you and the agent are working on getting it sold, you should be able to get both of these knocked out in no time. Yeah, they're in pretty good areas too. So I'm not really too much worried about it. I got it under contract like literally two days ago. So right. Mm, yeah, we'll know yeah, more about next week. Some fresh deals. I see you out here working, bro, the right way indeed. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. um I got uh one more dude. I actually got to call him uh, later tonight and follow up with him. He wants to sell. Uh, he has a property and he has two lots adjacent to it that he's looking to sell. Um, so, you know, I'm going to talk to him. He said he got an offer at 50K, but just looking at the numbers, that's overpriced. And then he told me they never called him back. So I know they're not serious. They're not following up with him. So mm-hmm. I already know I've been following up with him the whole week. He He knows my name by now. So. <laughs> I've been the following right way. all week. The right way. Okay, okay. I see you out there working, bro. You say you out there putting in work. You say you own this entrepreneurial journey. You ain't playing no games. Yeah, out man. Hey, I see you, bro. For real, man. You could tell, you could tell the real life hustlers, man, the ones that's willing to do whatever it takes. For real. And right. a lot of times that's what makes the biggest difference, man. Just being hungry out here, like being willing to just do whatever it takes. Look, I've been calling dude all week. That's what I like to hear. That's what I'm talking about. For real. That's how we get them to convert. All of the money is in the follow-up. So ooh, excuse yeah. me. I've always so, uh I've always heard people say that, but you know, I didn't I didn't really understand until I started doing it. Then it's like you uh, keep following up people, they start building more trust, you start building more rapport. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, those people with the tie kickers just kind of give you an offer and just you know, if you don't accept it, then just walk away. Because that's what I was doing at first. You know, I just mm-hmm. throw out an offer. Sometimes I wouldn't even offer it, give an offer. I, uh, I wouldn't call back. And it's like, like, what am I doing? Like, my leads, that's like my whole business. Like, I need right. to be you know, talking to these people and making offers. Mm-hmm. Well, man, like, hey, hey, you've been making it happen, bro. You've been making a lot of transitions. Like, so you closed that first deal. You've got two more pieces of land on the contract right now. And on top of that, you just got like eight to nine leads this week alone. So, I mean, obviously you've got some traction going, bro. So that just makes me really want to ask you a question that something tells me that a lot of people who are listening to this or watching this are probably asking themselves like, damn, what is dude doing? Like, what does he do? Like, why don't you just break down like what's your typical like workflow on a weekly or monthly basis or whatever? I've been inconsistent, but I just just workflow or like, okay, so workflow. I'm starting. I'm calling at ten. Uh, usually, usually doing my follow up in the morning, so like the first hour. Anybody that I told them I'll call back tomorrow and follow up with them that morning. Um, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the day, I'm calling literally. I'm just calling. That's it. You say call. <laughs> yeah. Call. So the it's first initial calls. call. Yeah. So what I was doing before, which wasn't really efficient, uh, the first initial call, I was like making the offer on the first call, trying to get it signed on the first call. I don't know mm-hmm. why. From that. I remember you told me that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah so, we have to change that up real quick. <laughs> yeah. So, so now I'm just kind of, you know, qualifying them, guys, the information. I'm trying to see, you know, when they're trying to sell, uh, how much they want to sell for, and just seeing how serious they are just in general. And then, you know, I'll follow up a call and, you know, like 30 minutes or whenever they're available for another call. Mm-hmm. And then I make the offer from there. And then, you know, once I make the offer, it either is, is a yes or a no. If it's a yes, then, you know, we negotiate on price or whatever and, you know, get on the contract. If it's a no, then just keep following up with them. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. So, so you say that pretty much cold calling is your forte right now. You said that you kind of bagged off of the text messaging for the moment, yeah. at least. And you've been primarily focused up on one, getting great data and two, cold calling like crazy right. every single day. Right. And you said I that was, typically it seems like you're getting between like 200 to 260, you said on a daily. Right. Yeah. Okay. I would say if you're going for like, if you're trying to hit a big list, then either have like a, like use something like call tool, like a double dollar or triple dollar mm-hmm. or texting, but I'm only hitting like a thousand people. So it, for, it would be more efficient just for me to, you know, go in and call these people myself. There's no point of texting these people because, you know, with SMS, you got to worry about getting blocked and other stuff. So 
I'd rather know and like just go in there and call and see for myself. That's just me. That's just me personally. You don't have to do that, but that's what I like to do. Right, right. Hey, hey, hey. Well, look, man, I think that that's important, though. You know, I think that's an important kind of note to take in for people. You know, like we see a lot of people saying things on YouTube and on podcasts and things of that nature. But in all reality, like as we're kind of building our business out here, we really have to do what works for us and what makes us feel comfortable. Like we have to actually enjoy what we're doing as well and be competent and confident in what it is that we're doing. Right. And I feel like once you start calling, once you start calling enough, it it becomes fun. Honestly, it's become fun for me, like just being on the phone and seeing if I can get these people to convert. Like you just make it into a game after a while. I feel like, uh, you know, at first it was kind of like, oh, I don't like calling. But, you know, once you come mm-hmm. like Tyler, it's like, yeah, I like, like riding a bike out here, man. It's yeah, like man. riding a bike, but it's a video game. It's like a challenge. It's like, OK, let me get out. Let me see how many leads I can get today. Let me push myself. Let me see how many yeses I can get. I'm going to fight through these no's to get these yeses, though. For real. That's 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 really what it is. And everybody that said no, I'm putting them on a follow-up. Bang. Straight like that. We not playing no games with her. Look, situations yeah. change, yo. Expect exactly. me in like three months, B. <laughs> that's, that's another thing, too. Uh, you know, I used to just, when they say no, I just be like, okay, trash the lead. But like, or you know, trust prospect, whatever. But boom, now it's like you need to be following up because people's situation change all the time, and yes. with everything going on right now, you just never know. And some people are in denial. Some people don't want to say like, uh, yeah, I kind of want to sell, but they may not tell you that. You just never mm-hmm. know. You just keep being True. consistent and doing. And the business isn't. The thing is, the business isn't wholesaling. You're marketing, so you got to be able to put yourself in front of these these people like mm. marketing like an ad you got to put yourself in front of these people let them know you exist let them know you're there to help and eventually that's help. man that's so true man i couldn't have said it better bro that's so serious man i try to tell people that it's attention that's right. the name of the game it doesn't matter how you're hitting them per se whether it's phone call text messaging banded signs facebook ads whatever the people who get the best results are usually the people who get the most attention. That's all mm-hmm. it really boils down to. They can't actually shop with you if they don't know that you're available to actually help them solve their problem. Right. But it's like the more that you follow up with people, the more that you stay consistent in your approach to reaching out to people, the more likely that they are to convert because situations change over time, man. For real. Right. So, but man, hey, I'm glad to yeah. see that you out here, you out here realizing a lot of things, man. Like for real, like I, I see that you see it for real. It, it took me a lot to to learn that. It took me a while, but I feel like the the reason I learned it, just surrounding myself by those people that were already kind of doing that stuff, right? So mm-hmm. I was putting myself around people that were already closing four or five deals a month that, you know, had more knowledge than me. Straight like and, that. You know, just information is so important so right right it's like ignorance is bliss but knowledge is power straight up knowledge really is yeah yeah definitely is <laughs> man so so i know that like you know you you kind of just touched base on like that that follow-up um status or whatever like you kind of used to just throw leads down the drain or whatever when they wouldn't um you know whatever the situation may be wrong number or whatever it's just like oh well, whatever you know what i'm saying just kind of like leave them, uh, you know, in the dirt or whatever. So I know that you told me before that like you've set up some kind of custom automations inside of REI Reply to be yeah. able to kind of follow up with people. Like, why don't you talk a little bit more about that or whatever, kind of give them some insight. Yeah, man. So I get, I try to get creative with REI Reply because you can, you can do a lot of stuff. Um, I just made a simple, really, I just made a simple uh, campaign. So um how how I do my cold call campaigns and R applies just uh, so when I import my list whatever you know I tag them and tagging is really important too because that's how you keep track of your data when you got it um, so when you bought it who skip traces stuff like that I tag them and then I put temp one um, as a tag and then you know there's ways you can set it up so I'll go through the I'll dial through the first time. And then, you know, if it gets completed, then, you know, I'll either put it in opportunity, right? Like either you're going, it'll be replied or it'll be lost or 
interested, warm, cold, hot, whatever. Um, if it doesn't get completed, then I just put don't com- didn't complete or whatever the option is, and then it'll go to attempt two, which is another campaign. So once I call through attempt one, I just call through attempt two, and then attempt three, attempt four, and then once it, I'll attempt seven times. Once I attempt seven times, if I have not reached that uh, the owner of the property, then it'll go to wrong number, and then I'll uh, go back and change the number for that prospect. Damn! Look, man, that's next level, bro. I ain't never gonna lie to you. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Man. You think so? Hey. Hey, man, I mean, look, that's advanced automations, man. I think that's why I like that's what I like the most about REI Reply, though. Yeah, that you can actually set up like your own custom automations and pretty much make whatever you want to happen automatically happen on REI Reply or whatever. Kind of just set it and forget it. And then you'll look up and someone will be reaching out to you like 14 days after you originally reached out to them. Like, right. Actually. Yes. Yeah. I do want to sell. And that's around be three months from then or something. You still sending them text messages or something. They can be crazy with REI reply for real. Right. Yeah. You just up, man. Put them on a drip when you're doing the text message and stuff. I, I haven't been doing that, but I mean, it's, mm. it's pretty crazy. Yeah, man. It, that's pretty nuts, man. So for y'all listening, man, y'all hear that like REI reply. It's, it's pretty intense, man. I'm not going to lie. And like I told y'all earlier, man, this is the man that put me on to it. So definitely make sure that y'all check it out. If y'all are interested, I'll probably have a link in the description of this video. But like straight up, check it out, man, because it's intense. And you can set up a lot of automations. Ooh, excuse me. Damn. But uh, yeah, man. So, but yeah, bro, like, man, like you've been through a lot, bro, for real. You've been yeah, through a definitely. lot, man. You've accomplished a lot, man. So I'm curious, like, like, where do you plan on taking things from now, though? Like, you've been out here for a little while now. What'd you say? It was like May? I mean, yeah. so what? It's like it's like November now, November 21st, and we're actually recording this podcast. Like, what do you plan on taking your wholesaling business and, you know, for the rest of this year and then 2021 and beyond, bro? My, my end goal is to scale to, like, seven figures and really just take myself out. Um... That's another thing with Tyler, uh, with the 14 day Legion challenge, um, you know, part of the challenge was creating SOPs uh, and creating loom videos for your business. So you can go in and put VAs in. That's something I hadn't really done before. Um, but, you know, that, that that's something I started doing. And, uh, you know, eventually I want to get to a point where, you know, I get a couple of deals in and then, you know, I can slow down my marketing a little bit more and then focus on my business more and, you know, hire people on and uh, making sure I have the right processes and everything set up. So, you know, when they're, when they're getting hired on, you know, they're running full speed and I can slowly take myself out of cold calling or doing SMS or whatever, what other other stuff or, you know, messing with my data. Right now I'm looking to hire a VA kind of to just, you know, fix up my data because I can't do that. I tried. I tried doing that one time. I, I was on it like at least twelve hours, and it, it drove me crazy. Like you gotta, you gotta have a oh, damn. to to tech, tech is a whole another thing. I'm not a tech dude. I'm not a tech dude. Right, right. I feel you though. So, so, but the plan though going forward is to pretty much start scaling this thing to six figures, seven figures. Put yourself in position where, like, right now you're looking to hire on like a VA and things of that mm-hmm. nature, and from that person you plan on kind of scaling up over time, so you can fire yourself from positions and scale the business up to a whole nother level. Right, and oh. honestly, it, it it really when I hear like Tyler and other people talk about it, as long as you have like the right processes and everything in place. And, you know, the right training, it really seems simple. Like you just put them through the training or whatever else you do. And, you know, eventually they'll get along. You just got to be able to trust people that they'll be able to do it. You know, kind of just like how I learned, I got to trust that whoever I hire on, they'll they'll be able to do the same thing. So, and hold them accountable as well. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's so true. But I like how you said that, though. That's why I wanted to. Um, you know, that's why I'm glad that you mentioned REI Sift up in this video, because I know that like you've really, really kind of taken that on, like you've really kind of taken that challenge on. So so and it's like you really believe in that. And I know that one of the things that you mentioned are like kind of creating those standard operating procedures for, mm-hmm. for your team and creating videos so your VA knows what to do as soon as they come on and things of that nature. 
those are really high level organizational strategies and tools to kind of put yourself in a position where, you know, if, if this person falls off, the whole business is not about to collapse. We could just go get another person and kind of put them through this filter, put them right, through this right. ranger. Yeah. So I like that. I like that, bro. And I'm, I'm really, really glad to see that, that you're, you're grinding out here, man. Like as far as, you know, you know, hopping into REI Reply, hopping into REI Sift, making the calls on a daily basis, getting that volume and consistency necessary to actually get deals. You've got multiple properties under contract right now. You've got eight, nine leads in the pipeline. Bro, you're rocking and rolling out here, man. Like for real. Like when I say it, man, I- I'm really, really proud of you, bro. I really, really mean that. Appreciate bro. it. Yeah, man. You've been rocking and rolling for a minute, yeah, man. man. Like for yeah, real. You uh, started off knocking stuff out for real. Thank you. And also, um, it, this this is all doable within like under under a thousand dollar a month budget. Like I'm only, I'm, I'm probably spending like six hundred a month, and I would be spending less than that. I was spending like two fifty on skip tracing a month because I was doing like so much volume. But now I know I don't need to do as much volume, and I can, you know, I I understand like marketing cycles and you know uh, mm-hmm. how long I need to be you know hitting these people and stuff like that. So I don't have to just you know, run through a list and then go get another list because I only got a certain, I only got one deal or whatever. That's what I was doing before. I was just, you know, text through a list. And then if I get a response, whatever, then that's the end of that list and go get another one. Now it's kind of, it's it's different. Right. So it's kind of like you were slowing things down as far as like how many people you're reaching out to, Mm -hmm. but you're leveling things up as far as the quality of the data on right. the people of that on that list pretty much right yeah that's what's up man and that's where it's at you know like one of the things that you always are going to hear people who are actively getting a lot of deals out here they're going to tell you with like hands down unequivocally data is king you have to be reaching out to quality data if you're actually going to get results otherwise you can spend all day trying to reach out to people and never get results if you don't have quality data then you yeah. have to be following up with people as well. So it's not just that initial contact, but it's contact number five through 12, where most people end up converting. It's not mm-hmm. the, the first contract. I mean, the first call who's actually saying like, yeah, send me over a contract now on the very first phone call and aren't kind of just wasting your time. It's not that many people. That's like, that's, that's how I thought. That's how I thought the business was. You know, I thought I would just call and be like, hey, interested in selling this out. Yes. And then I get them the contract the first call. But now I have more clarity on like, you know, what exactly I need to be doing. Um, it's less stressful. You know, I just know like I just need to follow up with these people. I've been actually been trying to find like a good software, a good like, you know, something to, like task management app. Because right now I'm just using like something off of Google Chrome, just an extension. It gets the job done, but it's just it's just confusing sometimes. You know, once I start getting more prospects and stuff in, then it starts getting confusing. I was about to say, man, check out Asana, bro. That's what I personally use. That's what I like. It gets the job done for me personally. How much is it? They got a free account. You can grab an absolutely free account, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a a project management software as well. So it really kind of, it lets you kind of set it up just like how you like to do anyway. Like you already doing that with REI Reply. You kind of like that personalization aspect of it. So I think that you'll love Asana for real, right out yeah. of the box for free. Yeah, I, I think that sounds good. I'm definitely gonna check them out because I feel like once once I kind of get the be more consistent with my follow up, mm-hmm. that'll definitely help. Because like I said, what I'm realizing is like you know you keep following up with these people, the more you talk to them, you know they're gonna sell eventually. Right. Because most right. like most people are only you know it's just a one time call if you're interested cool if you're not next person that's it mm-hmm. right right i mean but honestly though like what i think is like super important is that follow-up though like making sure that we're consistently following up with people not letting any leads slip through the pipelines for real and a lot of people i know that are getting like a tremendous amount of volume and consistency like everything seems to be right they got the knowledge they got the expertise a lot of those people aren't properly tracking analyzing and organizing those leads after they come into their pipeline so that is a huge thing right there that we definitely want to make sure that 
we rock solid on knowing yeah. every single lead that's in our pipeline when we need to follow up. Also, like, you know, doubling down by adding things onto Google Calendar. So our phone is making sure that we're knocking stuff out as well. So, but yeah. Oh, I got I to talk to you about that because I don't I don't know how to how to use Google Calendar and stuff like that. I was I trying to get something. Time. Yeah, I was trying to get something where I could get like a notification to my phone or something like mm-hmm. that because. Yeah, um, events, bro. Use, you gotta, you gotta like when you add the thing, add it as an event, not a notification, not a reminder. Like, make sure that you add it as an event, and then it's gonna give you the option to choose your notifications pretty much and what time they okay. come to you. So, I and get it, like a 30 minute email reminder and like a 10 yeah, minute notification see, on the top of my that's phone. What I, that's what I'm that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. If you okay, just yeah, set it helps. as like a reminder. It's not gonna do anything. I had to learn that the hard way. Yeah. myself. I was mad. I was like, "What the hell is this?" You know. <laughs> so right. yeah, events, events. You no, know, so, there you go. It, it gets it gets overwhelming when um, you your marketing. You know, I'm well, and I'm doing my cold calling, and then like, I get a message at the exact time that oh, I gotta follow up with this person, and right. it, just, it gets it's a lot. Right. You know, once you start, once you start marketing and you get the, the ball rolling, it's just going to be more and more and more. So if right. you have a good follow-up system, it's just going to get, leads going to fall through the crack. So that's yeah. a fact, bro. That's a fact. And that's where a lot of people who do get a lot of volume, a lot of leads, everything looks great, but they aren't closing like a substantial amount of those leads that's coming in is usually in that follow-up process or that tracking of what needs to be followed up process. Let's put it like that. Right. So, so yeah, I got you though, bro. Like on the Google calendar and stuff though, you already know, like you already know, reach out to me, bro. You already know I got you the whole time on everything. So, but man though, so, so, but I'm curious though, bro. Like, you know, one thing that you haven't really mentioned is JV opportunities. Like, are you open to JV opportunities to people who like who may be watching this video? Like, would you potentially have a buyer for them or maybe have some deals that, you know, they may have a buyer for or something like that? Are you open to JV opportunities? I'm always open to JV opportunities. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, right. Um, shoot. Uh, yeah, really. Any, any, Anybody wants a JV, you can just hit me up. I'm ready to JV. Okay, so, so look, I'm going to make sure that I put your contact information underneath this video or this okay. podcast, wherever they're listening to it at. But let me know, like, what would be, like, let people know, like, what would be the preferred way to reach out to you if they were interested in trying to link up with you, maybe trying to learn some from you or trying to link up with you on some deals or something like that. What would be the best way for them to reach out? It would definitely be Facebook um, at Jire Huff. Uh, yeah, just Jire Huff, just my name. Bang. Bang. So I'm going to make sure that I put that below the video. Y'all make sure, look, link up with my mans. Like, he going he gonna, he gonna to get y'all right, man. If y'all got deals out here, y'all need to get closed. Look, he out here dispoing. That's all I can say, man. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, man. So, but yeah, though, bro, uh, man, man, it's been, a, it's been a great, uh, this has been a great session so far, man. I, I'm really, really enjoying Definitely. having you coming on bro for real for real because i think that a lot of people are going to gain a lot of value from just listening to you kind of talk and like the mindset that you have and things of that nature for real so so. but let me know like like is there anything else that you kind of want to add on to this conversation that you think that we kind of haven't touched base on yet or something like that anything that you kind of want to let the audience know or anything like that um i'd say the biggest yeah that's one thing the the biggest thing that's helped me um, that that's really hard to do is self-discipline um, because like now it's like, okay, I don't have a job. So I, I, I don't have anybody to, you know, answer to besides myself. If I don't, if I decide to sleep in and, and, and not get up, you know, I can do that. Uh, but I, every day I have to make that choice to get up and, and, and hop on the phone, even the days when it's hard and I'm not getting any leads. And it's like, 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 dang, like, I, I just, you got you have to do it like there's it can't be negotiable you have to just get up and do it you got to be disciplined and you know whatever you tell yourself you're gonna do whatever task you set whatever goal you set like you gotta hit it mm. no ifs ands or buts about it yeah, yeah hey I love it man I love that like that's deep man I don't think that anybody else that's ever come on has specifically mentioned self discipline. It's like yeah. one of those one of those takeaways. What I think that's huge, bro. Yeah, and huge. um, self accountability. I um, 
I'm not perfect. I'm not going to say I sit here and wake up at seven in the morning every day and just get up and do my morning routine and then mm-hmm. I'm ready to go. Like, no, it's, it's not like that. Um, right. I mean, sometimes I, I was doing it. Then I kind of got uh, kind of got knocked off. I was waking up at seven and I have a morning routine, go to the gym, 10 o'clock, you know, mm-hmm. on the phone. Um, even with the challenge I took with, with Tyler Austin, I don't feel like I did as good as I could have. I learned a lot, but I, I don't feel like I held myself as accountable as I should have. Um, so I'm definitely going to do the challenge again because, you know, I want to be able to go through the challenge and provide as much value as possible and do it to the best I can. Even though I learned a lot. Yeah, the right way. The right way. Because I, I did it, but I didn't do it as best as I could. Right. So mm-hmm. I definitely want to go back and do it again. Um, and it was actually people in there that's done it twice. So, yeah, it's, it's that good. <laughs> Listen, man. I won't tell. I won't tell you no lie, man. I already know, man. I've been, I've been, I've been thinking about looking into it myself, man. Watch, y'all gonna see it. Look, eventually, I'm gonna end up having some YouTube video on it at some point. So <laughs> don't be surprised. <laughs> but man, Jair be out here throwing out the gym, y'all. I really, really mean that. So if he's saying that it's that it's on point and it's helping him out, y'all, he's out here closing deals. He's got multiple other deals in the pipeline. Y'all probably want to check it out for yourself. I'm just saying, there'll probably be a link to that down below as well. Just to look out for them. If they're looking out for my mans out here, I'm going to go ahead and drop that link down below as well. So y'all can check that out. It's not a fluke. It's not a fluke. My mans know what he's looking for, for real. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> for real. So, but man, like, like, you know, just on that, on that self-discipline though, though, bro, you know, I think that that's, that's super major though, for real. I think that a lot of people need to hear that. You know, a lot of people that are, you know, maybe right now they're working a job still and maybe they're thinking about getting rid of their job, you know, or maybe they just recently got their got rid of their job or maybe they got let go because I don't recommend quitting. I don't recommend for everybody quitting a job. My situation is different because, really? you know, I'm still staying with my parents. I'm only 20. It's not like I'm out here living <laughs> Wife and kids, no, don't quit right, the job. Right, right. Disclaimer: Don't go, don't go quit the job right away. You got bills to pay. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. So you know, like your situation obviously is unique. So kind yeah. of keep that in mind, listeners and viewers or whatever. But I do think that that is it's it's real major though in general because a lot of people, even if you're still working that job and you don't plan on quitting, we still have to hold ourselves accountable. We still have to make sure that we get the job done because this is a business. It's not a job. So no one gives a damn whether you actually do it or not. Who gives a damn? Right. You need to give a damn. That should be the only person on this planet who actually is going to make sure that something gets done about this dream, this journey that we're on right now. You've got to put in that work. No matter like, so if y'all watching this, just know that you know, like, I think that that's real personal, too, to kind of to put that out there or whatever. I think maybe that's part of the reason why no one really talks about it, you know, and it's like something that people, they don't want to admit that, right? That it takes right. self-discipline, that you have to make sure that you're getting stuff done, and none of us are perfect. We all have those days where we want to sleep in, or maybe mm. it's hard this day, or it's been tough, you know what I'm saying? We ain't been getting no leads in the last two days, it's like, damn, I got to keep making calls again today? Yes. Yes, you do. Yeah. Not always going to be easy, but what yeah. we're asking for is to earn as much as a college graduate, if not substantially more, and be able to live free, have time right. freedom. It's like what we're asking for is crazy. So it's like we need to be willing to put in that work and have that self accountability, that self discipline, because no one gives a damn whether we actually make it or not no one gives a damn whether we actually win or not when you're an entrepreneur you're a business owner it's all on you as an individual so i think that's that's one of the best things that i've ever heard someone kind of bring onto the pocket i really really mean that that hit home for me for real i got i got one more thing to add um another thing that's really important uh just as important as that is definitely putting yourself around the same people that's one thing that's been big for me um because you know I, I grew up playing football. Uh, most of my homeboys play football. Um, mm-hmm. Nobody does real estate. Uh, who, like, who's 20 years old? It's not a lot of people 20 years old, 19, doing real estate, trying to right. you know right. what I'm doing. So um, having those people that are already where you want to be and have that knowledge and, you know, just exchanging information because information is, like, knowledge is so, like you said, powerful. 
like that can that makes a big difference like uh you know joining re rei groups or whatever and being in facebook group chats and uh joining masterminds and just listening to what people say like that can take you from here to here like just from listening and just taking that knowledge down and learning like i learned like i said before the the thing about the contractors and you know, buying that 10% of ARV, I didn't know that till I was in the mastermind call and it, uh, asking the question. We talked about exchange information. Now that's something that I know that uh, I never knew before. So right, right. So it's like getting around those people, getting around people who may be two, three, four, five steps ahead of you who can actually help you get there faster. So right. you don't have to figure all of this stuff out. I feel like you're a true testament of that, bro. Like that's your real life truth right there. Yeah, bro. I ask questions. Listen, I'm gonna ask questions. On everything, you is. <laughs> like you ain't never hesitated. But I love that though, bro. You know, I always told you like, man, it's never such, there's no such thing as a bad question. Let me know any way that I can help, for yeah. real. So figure, figure it out yourself first though. If you can't, I would say, try to figure it out yourself. If you can't figure it out, then you ask the question. You don't wanna be, you don't wanna become a person who asks as soon as they don't know. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you figure it out yourself, you're going to learn more. Man, I swear, bro, I, I really, really mean this when I say it. Like, you're a true testament of that. Like, you're one of the one of the the the, the rare few people who kind of took it into its own hands to figure shit out for the most part. For real. Like, you was like, look, I'm going to figure it out. If I can't figure it out, then I'm going to reach out to it. For real. Yeah. Like, like that that meant a lot to me because I've, I've known since day one that you're very resourceful. And that's super important out here in wholesaling. You have to be resourceful. You have to be able to figure it out. You have to be able to get around other people who may know a little bit more or say it in a different way sometimes to where just it clicked that one time because you're obsessed. You're learning at all times. You're trying to master your craft. I know before right. you even got the deal, you was like, yeah, I was watching some stuff from Sean Terry, da 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 And then like after the deal, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm checking out this Orion Sif stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you've been on um, it, on it, on it, for real. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely say I'm uh, I'm always trying to learn. I'm, I, I wish I was more consistent with it, but I'm like reading books and stuff like that. That's a mm-hmm. big thing as well. Uh, watching YouTube videos, just learning as much as I can. Um, and to be honest, for me to be only, you know, done doing this for how long I have, I feel like I've learned a lot, um, you know, and, you know, this is my first time. So it's kind of like a baby. It's all, it's all fresh to me. So everything I learned is just right. <laughs> learning more and more. So not to mention, bro, you're 20 years old, bro. Come on now. Come on now. It's not even fair to the competition, bro. By the time you're my age, like you should definitely under any circumstances be at least a multimillionaire for real. Like so, I, it's like, I appreciate that, yeah. man, for real, like, by the, like, because you're you're grinding, bro, and you hungry out here, and you know you young, and like people love to feed the hungry. You feel me? Like I said that early in the game. It's like, look, if you hungry for it, I'm gonna make sure that you got everything that you need to actually get out here and win. But it's like you hungry as hell. You like, look, it's it's all good. I, it's, I got it, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you're not playing no games out here and you know i I, i've been doing this for a while bro and i can pick them very very well then i knew from the beginning it was like look this dude is gonna win for real i told you that from the beginning though and i don't tell everybody (laughs) some people probably listen like well he didn't tell me i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) i'm just being honest like (laughs) this dude just has what it takes what you want me to do you know what i'm saying i'm gonna be honest with him i gotta be real for real bro for real so I'm, i'm proud of you man for for grinding out here for your dreams not for what anybody else wanted but for your dreams, you made that decision to quit your job. I tell you to do that. You know, that's grown man stuff right there. That takes balls. That takes gutspur, hutspur, whatever they call it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It takes a lot, man. So I, I, I'm just proud of you, bro, for, 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 you know, continuing this journey, man, grinding out here, making it worth my while on the process, you know, like, because you didn't take everything in vain. And so it's like, it's like the things that you've been putting in have benefited you. You know, and it's like you've actually been putting in that work and getting results, man. It just makes it all worthwhile, man. So I got to say, I appreciate you, my brother, for real. Yeah, I appreciate you too, man. I'm definitely glad and grateful that I reached out to you that day and got on that call with you and, uh, you know, joined the mentorship. I definitely recommend anybody listening, uh, anybody watching, you know, reach out to Ed. And he's been so helpful throughout the whole journey. 
I mean, helping me step by step whenever I needed it, or holding my hand if I needed it. You know, anytime I needed to call, he's picking up the phone, helping me answering a question. So, yeah, it's man. definitely worth it. I appreciate that, bro. For real, man. For real. For real. Yeah. So, man, bro, like, hey, hey, man, look, I know we've been looking forward to doing this podcast for a nice little while, man. We've been looking forward to, to trying to make some stuff happen, but we got the we got the schedule and finally taken care of, man. I'm 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 super glad to have had you on. Um, but I'm gonna make sure that I have all of the links. So, you know, if people wanna link up with you, try to do some deals, you know, chat some deals, whatever it is. I'm going to have links down in the description. Make sure that y'all reach out to my mans. For real. Yeah. You're out here knocking stuff out. So, but yeah, before we wrap this up though, bro, is it anything else that you kind of want to, that you want to say, mention to the community before we wrap this thing up? Uh, I would just say for people starting out, uh, like I kind of said before, just, you just have that vision and um, just kind of believe in yourself no matter what, even if, people don't understand because I mean my mom didn't really understand at first she didn't mm -hmm. you know it's, it's it's different like you know I just came back home from playing football and now all of a sudden I'm real estate like you know right. so he's but I knew what I saw like I I knew you know I I had a vision I got a vision board also I write you know all my stuff on and um you know I write down in the morning I journal and just reprogram my mind and putting all that stuff in my subconscious to mm -hmm. energy goes where energy flows basically so just put your energy where you want to go it's gonna go where you want it to go simple yeah. as that yeah. man that's great advice man make sure y'all out here taking notes <laughs> for real man my, my man's Jair is dropping gems on y'all for real man so like i think that you hit a you hit a, a real real good note man and we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up on this but like you know just saying that like you know you got to keep going sometimes the people that you love the most are going to be the ones that may be discouraging you or may not believe in it or understand what it is that you're trying right, to do. Right. But you got to stay focused on your own dreams, on your own journey, and just, just have that faith, have that belief, trust in yourself, trust in the process. You may not see the whole staircase, but you got to take that first step in faith, as MLK said, you know what I'm saying? So I think you hit a great point right there, bro. For real. Very eloquently stated. Once again, my brother. <laughs> Thank you. For real, man. So, so hey, man, it's been a it's been a pleasure having you on, bro. We're gonna go ahead and wrap this things up. If y'all, if y'all watching this on YouTube, make sure that y'all hit that subscribe button, man. Come back for more of, of, of my guys out here, my guys and my gals, you know, out here crushing it in the wholesaling game, man. Jair, man, I'm proud of you, bro, for real. I appreciate you coming on, man. Make sure that y'all hit that subscribe button. Make sure that y'all follow up with my mans if y'all trying to get some of this game, do some yes. deals together and whatnot. I appreciate you coming on, though, bro. And I appreciate hey. you as well, man. Hey, nah, hey, hey, guys, look, we about to wrap this thing up. And until yes, next time, guys, look, <laughs> we are hopes. Yes, sir. Peace. <laughs>